I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. I love a good mystery, and today I bring you cryptocurrency's biggest enigma: Who is Satoshi Nakamoto? I of course don't have the answer yet, but the drama unfolding in the background, whether Craig Wright is truly Nakamoto or not, makes for a great story. And for those scratching their heads wondering what I'm talking about, allow me to give you all a quick recap. When the financial world went into a tailspin in 2008, a mysterious figure named Satoshi Nakamoto appeared out of the digital ether and released a document introducing the concept of a digital currency aka Bitcoin. There were even rumors suggesting that this secretive inventor might be affiliated with a government or a spy agency. So naturally, in a few years, many individuals emerged claiming to be the elusive Nakamoto, with Australian computer scientist Craig Wright stepping into the spotlight in 2016. But let's just say his claims hasn't exactly convinced everyone. According to a report by Wired, it's been a long 8-year journey for Wright as he's tried to back up his claim of being Satoshi Nakamoto. Now it seems a UK court is gearing up to settle the score once and for all. Is Craig Wright truly the enigmatic figure at the heart of Bitcoin's creation? And the reason this issue is making headlines again is because the Crypto Open Patent Alliance or COPA filed a lawsuit against Wright three years ago, and it's only now that the trial has begun. COPA argues that Wright's recent string of intellectual property lawsuits has scared off Bitcoin developers. So the organization basically wants the court to declare Wright is not Nakamoto. And during Monday's court session, Copa tried to show that Wright faked some documents to prove he's Nakamoto. Meanwhile, the defense argued that Wright's background made him capable of creating something like Bitcoin. Now, until the truth comes to the light, the future of cryptocurrency hangs in the balance. Recent events, such as the trial involving FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried, have already rattled trust within the industry. Now with this case unfolding there's a real danger of further undermining confidence among cryptocurrency enthusiasts. For now though if Copa wins Wright might struggle to push his claims any further. But if Wright comes out on the top and keeps winning other cases he could end up with a lot of power acting as the boss of Bitcoin. But what do you think? Is Craig Wright the real Satoshi Nakamoto? For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello I'm Manaswini and this is the deep dive for 7 February 2024. Lately as a culture we've been fantasizing a lot about a post smartphone future. Just a few months ago if you recall an AI hardware startup called Human launched a $699 tiny wearable computer called AI Pin. Founded by former Apple executives, Human promised that with the AI pins clipped onto our shirts and tops, we won't be endlessly staring into screens anymore. Apple though doesn't quite agree. In its version of the post-smartphone future, we are rather going to peek into the world through a computer strapped onto our faces. And the glimpse of that future is here. Last Friday, Apple started shipping its futuristic goggles called Vision Pro in the United States and Apple's die-hard fans scrambled to get their hands or rather faces on the $3500 headset. Reviews suggest that Vision Pro is indeed Apple's most significant device 
since it launched the iPhone in 2007. According to the New York Times tech columnist Kevin Roos, Apple Vision Pro is leaps and bounds better than Meta's headsets. Which begs the question, can Apple succeed where Meta failed? Can it make AR headsets cool for the average guy and girl in corporate? Well, first things first. From the reviews that I've read so far, it seems that Vision Pro is actually quite good. Apple is pitching it as quote-unquote spatial computer for desk work. Once you put Vision Pro onto your face, you can open multiple virtual windows and move them around. Unlike other VR systems, you don't even require controllers. Your hands and eyes are enough. Just look at an icon placed somewhere in your field of view and then pinch your thumb and finger to select it. So far, so science fiction, isn't it? In fact, when Vanity Fair's Nick Bilton tried it, he thought that he was looking at the real world through the headsets and said, quote-unquote, all the digital wonder was layered on top of that, end quote. However, as Apple employees explained to him, it's the complete opposite. The Vision Pro renders the video of the outer world in real time and writes a 4K image into the eyes of the user. That, in my opinion, is its biggest strength. And in Bilton's words, the display is so clear and crisp that you can't tell reality from a digital composite of it. But is that enough to make it the future's definitive device? Honestly, that remains to be seen. For one, Elon Musk tweeted that there's no way you look good with a device strapped onto your face. And I agree with him. The allure of Apple is that its expensive products are sleek and desirable. Also, while Apple has solved many problems associated with earlier headsets, one persists. If you're supposed to work wearing a device on your head, it has to be lighter than what Vision Pro weighs. According to The Verge, it weighs more than half a kilo. And that's a lot. Reviewers have also mostly given a thumbs down to its Persona feature, which is basically a user's 3D image rendered by Vision Pro when they are FaceTiming using the headset. But for a moment, let's assume Vision Pro actually takes off with regular people. After all, we are talking about Apple here, and they sure know how to market their product. Then as the Time magazine points out, the success of the device will depend on whether app developers will come up with new apps specifically designed for an AR headset. Of course, it's going to be a huge opportunity. I mean, think about it. Developers could make the next TikTok or Facebook for spatial computers. But as we have discussed in an earlier episode, Apple is not on the best terms with them. Meta and Spotify, for example, have criticized the company for taking steep commissions on in-app purchases. Currently, though, there are only 600 apps on Vision Pro and notably Netflix and Spotify are not one of them. Even Google's YouTube is not available on the headset yet. But reportedly, YouTube is working on one. So if Vision Pro wants to succeed, Apple will have to give some sort of leverage to app developers. But in this whole saga, what's more interesting is that Apple's competitor is relieved with the entry of a bigger, mightier player. As the Wall Street Journal reported, Meta's executives are of the opinion that if Apple Vision Pro becomes the next iPhone, Meta's Quest headsets will at least be Android of the future. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was researched, written and produced by Anoop Samewal and me. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. 
वी आर द सिग्नल डॉट को ऑन इंस्टाग्राम लिंक एंड ट्विटर